This wasn't on, and now we're recording. We weren't recording that to begin with. So, oh, it's such a shame no one will know how much of a poor taster I am. That you guys well, no, we can we can say it. You, awful things you, about me, and it wasn't even recording. Sometimes I'll cook and I'll completely screw up what I'm making, and Deborah just eats it like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll be like, "Well, I burnt that," and Deborah's like, "I'll eat it," and she doesn't even know the difference. I made a I made a London broil tonight that was so overcooked that she just ate it up. She yeah. said it was good. <laughs> of course she did. She's a good she's a good audience, but but also she doesn't have the standards that you know. Right? Is it because you grew up in an Italian household and you had like all the? I think so. Yeah, my food. father's very particular about uh, what he eats. He's very picky. Um, we'll go to restaurants, and my dad will be very critical. Of, Mine yeah. too. Are you Italian? No, I'm Greek. You're Greek, but okay. we have like. Uh, my parents have like a garden, so they use yeah. like, fresh herbs, and yeah. my dad is super critical too. Yeah, because like, Greek. I mean, it it seems like Greek culture is very censored around, or centered around uh, food. Yeah, like Italian. Um, yeah. Well, you know, like they See, say, I what didn't cultures grow are up not around food? Me. No, you didn't. Me. So, All right. Like, well, don't well, make us feel bad because we had parents who loved us. <laughs> <laughs> but my people loved me. But the thing is that, like, so. Your your family showed their love by spending their time in the kitchen and like making a meal prepared for your family. Uh, my grandma did, and my mom my mom is an okay cook, but my sister's probably the best cook in our in our family. Oh, I mean, aside from me. Oh, okay. So I but me that and Andrea, are, but but I would say me and Andrea and are the best are the best cooks. Yeah, and, and she has dishes she does better, and so do I. Right. Okay. So yeah. But so where, what I was saying, though, is that like so my family, they just spent time with me. So mm. that's no, why. No, mine did not. Exactly. So mine that's was like, here's some like snacks. Stop your crying. Yeah. yeah. And mine spent time with me. And they're like, oh, you're hungry? Well, here's some. Um, uh, yeah, can of yeah. Uh, string Fun beans. dip. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're hungry? There you go. What do you, you want a chocolate milk? Here you go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, so, yeah, we would just be out in the park all day and, like, an uncle would be pretending to be a monster that captured all of us and then they'd remember we all have to eat. Uh -huh. right. So we all ate and we were like, this is the best meal, but mostly it was because it was a really fun day. Mine's, like, yeah, similar I... but opposite to that. Like, my family was a monster if you didn't eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you, yours, what was it like? Um, I, I guess they spent time with me. I don't know. I guess I, I, I feel like my relationship was like my mom would cook and my dad would like criticize it. Uh, my so, dad would complain. By the way, how and then old my mom, are you? I'm <laughs> almost 31. Oh, wow. Okay. You yes. thought I was older? Yeah, because you have like a presence that you seem like older. Like He's a... very mature. <laughs> yeah, I am. Your but accent I guess... is like... Yeah, I'm kidding, though. Oh, I'm okay. kidding. <laughs> yeah. Also, my uh, chest hair is gray, as oh, you can see. It's not perfect. Because I don't have a shirt on. No, see, you no. just... you just. No, guys, I'm doing this episode shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. Deb and Maria insisted that I take off my shirt. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's a requirement. It's yeah. like where it's going to be really warm in there, so Welcome. you might want to... The S in SLP wine and cheese stands for... It stands for shirtless language pathology. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no taps. Yeah. Anyway, so where are you from? So you guys went. Oh, what? Who's interviewing you? <laughs> I'm interviewing you. I don't you. know. No, well, well where am I from? Uh, I'm from Jersey. Oh yeah. Um, I'm the oldest of four kids. We're all two years apart. 
Um, my oh, really exactly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, ninety. Yeah. So we're born in eighty-seven, eighty-nine, ninety-two. All no, eighty-seven, eighty-nine, ninety, and ninety-two. So. Okay. I guess my brothers are close in age. They're okay. about a year and a half apart. Mm-hmm. But me and my other brother are like sixteen months apart, so not quite two years. Okay. We're 18 months apart. Who cares? Yeah, not important. But, like, I'm glad you took us on that journey. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so you're the oldest out of the four, right? I know all about Mike because Mike's – we didn't even introduce him. I know. I was – Oh, that's okay. Oh, we've just been talking this whole time. Anyway, so this is uh, Mike Racine, my roommate and boyfriend. and My (laughs) My roommate. You went yeah. with roommate first? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you I could just say my live-in boyfriend. We are like no, roommates, we're though. we're roommates still, yeah. though. I yeah. don't, he, Deborah well, puts he, a sock on the door sometimes if she doesn't <laughs> want me coming in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, Mike and I are getting engaged this year. Get out. That's <laughs> no, exciting. Oh, yeah, yeah. thank you. avoiding eye contact. We sure are. And he's fidgeting with a bicycle. Yes. By the way, yeah, avoiding, avoiding, avoiding. Yes, avoiding. Anyway, but um, so yeah, yeah, so he's my boyfriend, and um, he is a stand-up comedian. Yeah, for now. No, forever. You don't really have any other options. That's true. So that's what he is, and uh, yeah, so that. I was kind of like the Frankie Wrinkles of my family. I was the first baby that my parents had together, and I think I got a lot of attention. And then by the time the other ones came along, they were like, eh. And they were like, oh, yeah, we still got this one. Like, imagine, like, us having a cuter dog together than him, you know? Aww. We would He's neglect him. Cute. We'd be like, see you later. Yeah, I'm over you. I don't know. We, everyone, I feel like maybe behaviorally Oliver is harder to engage with. Yeah. But we still care for him just as well as he if he wasn't mm-hmm. I, I agree you yeah. both seem like you care about both of the dogs so yeah, but anyway, yeah so you're the oldest Mike's the oldest out of four kids and so tell us about your next brother you can name him you don't have to name him uh, his name is Steve yeah uh, he copies me he always bites <laughs> my style everything I do he has to do um, take that as a compliment yeah, I'm a good in, I'm a positive influence on his life mm-hmm. yeah um, I got him into show business. Sorry, Steve. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, is he a performer as well? Yeah, he's a big movie guy. He likes to write. He wants to be a screenwriter. Uh-huh. Uh He oh. likes Broadway play. He works for like a Broadway marketing company, and still, you know, wants to uh, be a writer. Yeah, family um, of entertainers. You should see his grandfather. He's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> to be around. So then we've got Mike, and then Steve. So Mike's the oldest, and then we have Alex is next. Yeah. Let's talk about Alex. Uh, Alex is about uh, six feet tall. Uh, his favorite food is Doritos. Oh, okay. And uh, his middle name is Glenn. Oh, it is? Yeah. It is. What's Alex's birthday? Uh, October 6th. October 6th. 1990. And if you ask him, he goes, October 6th, 1990. Because <laughs> uh, he is uh, autistic. He what is, else, uh, does, what else do you like to get him to say? Well, he is verbal because he can repeat up to, what did you just say? Uh, he, he can say a few thing. words like and four yeah, words, yeah, four words. yeah, yeah. I wouldn't call it nonverbal, but just minimally verbal. He's minimally say. verbal. He like, yeah. just doesn't uh, spontaneously produce speech. But like, if mm. if Mike elicits it from him, like if Mike gives him a pho- initial phonemic cue, then Alex will say exactly what Mike wants him to. So Michael, so when I you got give an initial to... phonemic cue, 
How is your success with him? It's pretty good. Okay, I mean, like, I sometimes he, he is like, a little lazy. If he was going to get that. Oh, I hate that word. Hmm? Don't say lazy. Say under-motivated. <laughs> say not in, so interested. Sometimes he's a real worthless loafer. Of a, <laughs> okay, of it's a your kid. words, not ours. Um, no, but uh, uh, so when I was younger, I taught him to say, like, uh, when I would say goodnight, he, I would say goodnight, my brother. And then now, like, and have you say goodnight. If you go goodnight, who? He goes, uh, goodnight to my brother. Oh, so, he learned it. That's like cute. he'll even like say it to my dad, which is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. What made you? What made you want to teach him that? I don't know. My brother. That's very sweet. And then yeah. also, so did you guys play sports at all when you were little? Um, I did a little bit, but I wasn't good at it. I'm flat-footed. And then Alex <laughs> plays uh, played baseball, and I. Uh, uh, volunteered with his baseball league. Oh, that's nice. What was yeah. that like? It was fun. I would ask to play right field where none of the balls came because <laughs> I was like lazy. I'm like, yeah, we'll take so, right field. So you're the lazy one, really? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I got you back, Alex. I got you back. Yeah. Like just under motivated to catch that ball. <laughs> exactly. There was a there was a girl named Tara who like worked for the team as well, and I would just uh, I was like, yeah, this is my brother, you know. <laughs> yeah, I love him. <laughs> Yeah, you're just trying I take to impress good, the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike is I'm like, like every ah, he's a challenge. character in like the 80s and 90s young kid movies. Like the jock one? No. No, not, one no, not like, the jock one. The, one the horny like, one. Yeah, that one. The one he's like I don't know if you can say that. Girl. Yeah, you can oh, say yeah. horny. Everyone, right. it's not their first rodeo. Right. Okay. Very um, motivated. <laughs> yeah. Mike was very motivated <laughs> by girls at a young age. Yeah. So I was yeah. what they call sexually motivated. <laughs> <laughs> that was in my file at school. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So what else? What else did you teach your brother? Um, he. Uh, oh yeah, on the baseball field. Well, he would never. He played baseball for maybe like fifteen. I don't know. At least ten years. He played for a long time for the same team, and he would never swing the bat. He was like afraid to like Aww. hit the bat hit the ball with the bat but um but he's like great. no so yeah. mike would swing the bat for him i would swing the bat okay. for him we just make it like so mike is up there at bat like swinging alex's arms yeah <laughs> Aww, that's nice though. but but my brother's very much like if i don't want to do it i'm not going to do it right right he's like but, frankie he's like frankie in that way yeah, where it's like he just can't be bothered. frankie is the dog yeah yeah well he's a little bit stubborn but at the same time I had Alex reading a whole book with me, and then Mike's like, wait, but I made you pizza. And I'm like, Mike, we're reading a book. Yeah. And he's like, well, I wanted Alex's attention. So he... Well, my mom is always like, don't make him do that. Don't make him do this. Don't make him do that. But, you know. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but one time I tried to make him read a book and because he was reading the foot book by Dr. Zeus. We're on vacation. Uh-huh. And I, like, tried to, like, read the foot book. To, to him and he like got insulted and like closed the book and pushed me away he was like right. go away because I think he, he, he sort of yeah I think so and, and I think he kind of has an awareness that, that I think he knows he's different uh-huh. and he doesn't like to be like reminded of it maybe uh-huh. You know, well, like, it, yeah, but like you said, if you if you patronize him, he kind of gets a little, yeah. you know, touchy. I have yeah. read books about um, autism, and then a lot of them are from the perspective of the person with autism, and they do say that they oh, understand okay. that they have like that brain. How do they know that, balance. though? Yeah. 
Because, like, they have, like, impulses. Like, they have all of a sudden of impulse to run. And it's like they don't even have control over their legs. They're just, like, running and they don't even realize. Like, not, they know that oh. they're running, but they didn't, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, send that signal to the to their legs to run. It just happens. Oh. So they say that they are aware that, like, there is this disconnect. Okay. So. I always like, wonder, like. Now and I wonder why. Yeah, I guess. Or why is this happening? You know, like yeah. in the moment. And why can't I control my behavior yeah, exactly. under these circumstances? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I always wonder, like, how he experiences life and what it's like for him, and if he's cognizant of what's going on and uh-huh. what it's what it's like for him. And I guess I'll, I'll never know. You could ask. You never know. You know? Well, yeah. so let's Maybe. like so Maria asked well, he's a little pretty? bit about communication. Okay. When he was younger. Oh yeah. I want to cut you off. I'm getting the dogs out. When he was younger, how did he communicate? And then, like, maybe how it evolved his communication skills? Um, like, so when he was so younger, so he was diagnosed when he was two. Mm-hmm. And then he was he didn't talk at all. And then um, when he was, I forget how old, but when he was maybe nine or ten, he, he was able to say words. He had, okay. like, this chart with Velcro, you know, oh, stuff wow. on it. Yeah, and he would so so, so you now had, like, symbols or like pictures all over your house. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and there was a kid on his uh, baseball team, this kid Eric, who um, who was pre- who talked like a lot. Okay. Eric would like make full sentences and stuff. Yeah. And Eric's mom was like, "Oh, when Eric was younger, he was like Alex." Oh. So I always thought that Alex would grow up and be sort of like Eric, like mm-hmm. verbal and you know answering questions, but um, you know, it didn't happen. Well, so Alex does answer questions, though. So do you mean, like, was this kid telling, like, reporting on a topic? Yeah, this kid was, like, like, commenting. You could sort of have a conversation with him. Yeah. 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 So so I guess there are varying degrees of, um, you know, autistic. Right, and communication. um, So, like, yeah. So, like Mike said, like, he could speak at the sentence level when he is prompted, but it's, like, harder for him to, like, really, like, engage in spontaneous initiate yeah. like will he come up to you and ask you a question uh yeah but yeah, he'll like okay. he'll he'll approach you like you want something and then you have to like coax it out of him like oh, he won't okay. just say i want this i think he's afraid of being told no oh. so he'll be like he'll be like what do you want and he'll be like what do you want and you're like <laughs> talk and he's like talk and you're like tell me he's like tell me and but uh-huh. you, and then you have to like coach him through be like do you want to go outside do you want something to eat do you want you know How long do you, do you want to get dressed respond between each question um he answers pretty quickly okay so like yeah. so, so, so he answers right said, away do you want to go outside how would he tell you no he would just say no he would say no right away yeah it wouldn't be like no latency in response yeah and then so then what also do you ask him a lot when you think you when you see he's uncomfortable what do you ask him What's life? Oh, yeah, that What's too. What's life? But no. Yeah, but what does he say with that? Uh, well, my grandpa taught him this. Uh, when you ask him what's life, he goes, a bitch. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. But, no, grandpa. I meant like, uh, but that is funny, right? Um, Mike will always ask Alex if he wants him to leave. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so what but, will happen? I'll be like, do you want me to go away? And he'll be like, yes. Oh, wow. Or he'll say, go away. Or he'll say, go away. Yeah, he likes, because he likes his own time and space. He likes his own, yeah. So, like, and he, so he can, like, advocate for himself. And, like, and he's also, like, aware when 
he is like uncomfortable and doesn't feel like being there. Wow. But um, yeah. So when so he started talking. Yeah, like I was like, 10. I want to go back to the time. Yeah, I want to say around ten. But what do you remember? Do you remember him speaking at all as like a little baby? Um, in fact, yes, I do. I remember him being a baby and saying mom and dad and stuff like that. Yeah. And not thinking there was anything wrong with him. And then when he was two, my mom was like, he has autism. And I was like, what's that? And she had to like explain. But I didn't understand what it was because in my, you know, right. in my experience, he was like a pretty normal kid. Because you like were just, four too, right? Uh, yeah. Young. Or no, I was probably like six because oh, he's four six. years younger Steve than me. Is yeah. Oh, right, right. Um, and then we have Andrea after. We can talk about her. Is after. the baby. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, there's a video of me like making him laugh when he's like a baby. Uh-huh. How I was are you like, making him laugh? Uh, I was like doing a character, I think, uh-huh. uh, or I was like doing some funny voice, right? And he's like cracking up. He's like a little baby on his crawling, like cracking up. Oh, really? And yeah, your I wish mom I could find like, a video. Go make, go make Alex laugh. Yeah. And then you went over, so it must be something that you like did all the time when you were little. Yeah, pro- yeah, I think I was just doing like a funny voice or right, something. Yeah. Do you remember that voice? Can no, I don't. No. <laughs> no. Right. But I remember in that video, I have a lollipop in my mouth and it falls on the floor and I pick it up. I used to run it underwater and I used yeah. to like that too. And then I'm like, oh, now yeah. I like to dip my pot That's lollipop cool. in, water. Yeah, in water. Me too, actually. It like breaks up the sweetness. Yeah. It's like a, that was... um. That's like, like with the wine. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that, that was foreshadowing for the both of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are going to like cheese and wine because we like dipping our lollipops in water. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so then, so then you, um, but then you notice a regression in his speech. Um, yeah. I mean, that was when he was diagnosed and my mom was like, he has, your brother has autism. Yeah. And, um, but I didn't think it was, I didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't think it was as serious as it, as it was. Do you, I mean, like, I don't want to go making you talk about anything that's hard or anything. Is it fine? No. We can edit. No, um, yeah. But, so, like, when do you remember it being hard? Um, I, th- I, well, he was, like, really cute when he was younger. Yeah. You know? He was, like, and there's pictures the of The Racines are good-looking kids. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I've only seen one out of the four. So. Yeah, and he's not so bad. No. <laughs> well, I'm the best looking I in my family. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. You are very handsome. Thanks. Mm-hmm. So, so are you. <laughs> Should you're, I just leave? You're now? handsome. <laughs> Do you want to put that sock on that door? <laughs> no. Okay. It's okay. I'm like, okay. Um, so, yeah, when do you remember? Like it not being when did you like become aware, do you think, or when did it seem like it's not okay? Well, I guess when he was like two, he started going to therapy, and it was sort of clear that he wasn't uh gonna communicate like uh-huh. you know the other kids and then um but he was like a cute, affectionate kid, and then I guess um I forget exactly when, but maybe when I was in high school, it started to get kind of hard he would have tantrums and mm-hmm. stuff like that he was a real picky eater and if you told him no he would he would kind of like flip out because he doesn't understand why because imagine someone telling you you can't do something it's like really right. frustrating yeah. and it's so right like, there in front of you so it's like well, why not it's there yeah. and i want it so what's the problem yeah right and i even like uh i went home recently and there were and my sister was like yeah hey, there's pizza in that dutch oven over there there's like pizza like hidden in <laughs> On top of the Dutch oven, like it was some right. secret stash, you know, because he. Oh, so yeah. he doesn't grab it. So he doesn't eat the whole pie. I guess he'll eat like a whole, you know. Yeah, because yeah. now overeating is a little bit of an issue that's hard to like 
work on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but, but that's when you kind of became aware that he'd be different. But like, do you remember, like, was it hard to do daily things in life? How did it impact your family? Um, I don't know. It was always like normal to me. So I don't know. I don't have anything to like compare it to. Right. Yeah. All I know is like, I would see on TV, you know, families going out to dinner and stuff like that. We never, we never did anything like together except go to church on like Christmas and Easter. How was he on? Yeah. How was he at church? Um, he was okay, but he would make noises obviously. And there was, there would always be someone who would like turn around and like, yeah. Or like, did you make mean faces at them? Uh, no, but it would like bother me. But you didn't make it. Oh yeah, I probably would have looked at them and like. That is a yeah. common thing I see a lot of like parents post on Facebook, and they're like, "Oh, like don't people know like kids yeah. have autism and they're gonna make these noises and they can't control it." So that's yeah. I've heard that before too. It is like a balance. I mean, you don't you want to make you want to acclimate them as well as you can. You know, like I took them to Wawa um, when I was home. And I had him say hello and thank you to the cashier. You That's know. good. Yeah. You're working on um, social skills. Yeah. yeah and it's Mike like if is you can. constant speech therapy. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> I think great. if you if yeah. you can quiet him down, then you should. You know, like you shouldn't just let him yell right. or whatever. Right. Um, but also, yeah, sometimes you just can't control it. Like he's going to make noise. He doesn't understand. And, um, you know, this is a house of God. So why don't you show some compassion like Jesus did you Okay. <laughs> you fucking mean whore. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Just like so, biblical times. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so what are some coping strategies? There's a Bible story about there was an autistic kid in church and they wanted to kick him out and Jesus said no. Oh. Let him stay. What's the number? How do you, how do you describe Bible verses? Oh, it's oh, like the like, chapter and the paragraph yeah. or something. Like John. Yeah. Yeah. So which book is that in? Uh... I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Obviously, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Book of Six, the Book five. of Rain Man. <laughs> the Book of what? Rain, Rain Man. Man. Oh. Um, so what are some coping strategies that you use to calm your brother down when he's having... Because you described yeah. him. He's 26 years old. Yeah. He's six foot tall. Wow. Yeah. He probably weighs how much do you think? Like, just to give an idea. Like, he's a big... I would guess anywhere between, like, three and 600 pounds. He's a big, <laughs> no. he's a big guy. Um <laughs> <laughs> not laughing mad. at your brother, just no. laughing at that. Obviously, that well, Mike's a no, comedian. I'm a comedian. He did it on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm like, I fell for that one. Deb's like, come on, and I'm just giggling away. <laughs> no, no, no. It's good. yeah. Um, no, but it is. It is tough. It's tough to know what to do when that happens. <laughs> you know. Right, but what do you do? You have strategies right. that you use. Well, you just kind of let him go. I guess you let him scream. I mean, sometimes he just. Uh, you can't because you can't yell at him you can't like taser him as much as I would like to you know? right um, but, but yeah there should be some kind of like I mean there should be do? I'm gonna pitch an invention to Shark Tank and be like oh, no. is your autistic brother <laughs> slamming his head into his hands and, and screaming and the neighbors called the cops well <laughs> they're handcuffs um, no you can't I, I don't know like and I worry about my mother too because she's like she just turned sixty four wow. and my dad is sixty five. So, right. yeah, They're but you never know. Healthy people, though. Right, they you just never know. Like some, sometimes he gets he gets physical, right. you know. So I, I worry about them a little bit. So he's still um, living with them, right? He's not like in a group home. Uh, he's living with them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I, I I was telling a coworker one time that I uh, that my brother kind of flipped out 
and my coworker was like, I would, I would whip his ass. No, no. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, autistic or not autistic, that's your mom. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's but, well. So my cousin Jackie, growing up, she's um, was intellectually impaired and has cerebral palsy. Yeah. And she was in a family of three other kids, so four, just like Mike. And like, if she pulled. Bethy's hair, Bethy went right back and pulled her hair. Like, right. she was just a regular kid in the family. So mm-hmm. there was no, like, I'm in trouble, but you're not because there's something wrong with you. Right. Like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with everyone, anyone. Like, you are how you are, and, like, we got one or two rules here. Right. Yeah. You have no. to follow. I think that's, like, really important for parents to have, like, the same... I mean, in some sense, you can't, and then in other sense, you can have the same expectations or... You know, if you know that they can do this, then, you know, you should rise to your expectations, yeah. rise to meet them. But, but um, what I wanted did they to... Have, did your parents have different expectations? Oh. Like, um, if he flipped out, let's say, like, how would your parents, like, handle that? Or, you know, were there, like, repercussions? Like, would he get Yeah, time but what do you really or? do? No. I mean, there's not... Because I don't think he understands, like, punishment, you know? He just right. gets it. He's mad, so... um I think, yeah, sometimes my mom would maybe, like, because her thing is just, like, you know, get him off me when he's... Right. Um, yeah, but... No, but what I wanted to bring you to before was, yeah. like, so what you do to calm him down, you often will hold his hand and count. Oh, yeah, sometimes. That's, like, yeah. so So what kind of... That's, like, a strategy. That's, like, a pull-out strategy. That's, like, we yeah. see this... It's been a while since I've been home, and he's, he's done that. Right, but, um, yeah. So what yeah. would you do? So, like, let's say... Like, you have a situation, and, like, so advice that you could give is, like, you kind of just hold his hand, and Alex has good eye contact. Mm -hmm. He looks at you right in his eyes. So, like, not everybody has the eye contact issue. So, Mike will, like, be looking at him in his eyes and holding his hands and just being, like, we're going to count, and just, like, they count together. And then he counts with him, and then he, like, calms down. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's that. And then also... um, Kind of just like pulling him out of the situation, you know. Like going for a walk, like you mentioned before, going for. A walk. Yeah, that helps. He doesn't like to walk as much as he used to, and also like I would take him for walks when I was in high school when he was um, younger, and um, he didn't like his he didn't like a break from his routine. So we'd walk from one end of the right. park to the other one. Then my mom would pick us up, but sometimes I would I would have him like turn. I would ask him to turn back. Yeah. Because I'm like, and I try you try to explain him like it's the same distance, but he's like. He would just like lose his shit. One time there was like water on the trail, so he couldn't walk, and it was flooded, and he was like so, right. so mad. The routine, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like hard to be flexible. Yeah, yeah. Um. So what else did I? But Alex is so he's got a lot of skills, Alex. Okay. So Alex can he? I wanted to talk about the Christmas lasagna. Mike is a whereas I am very bad as uh, with a palate and stuff I still know Mike's foods very good because even though I like it everybody else likes That's it too good indicator yes yeah. yes so Mike I gotta try it is an excellent chef he he cooks everything like like from scratch homemade and he wow. makes lasagna for Christmas so Mike's lasagna endeavor yeah. is always like so proud of his like a major right thing because it's like a big thing it, he makes then all of a sudden it was like we had to make a vegetarian and a meat lasagna because all of a sudden 
Oh, my mom was like, we don't eat meat on Christmas Eve. And I'm like, yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. That's like a weird uh, traditional thing. The seven but, fish, right? Yeah. Fish but but, yeah, I, but, but Christmas oh, yeah. for us is usually like pierogies, lasagna, oh. and ham. Because he's Polish too. Or Polish too. Love pierogies. Some of those. Yeah. Yeah. So one year, my yeah, homemade pasta on Christmas is a good tradition, wow. especially when you can yeah. get you know people, um, you know, you get the family together making it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. yeah, but it's hard for us. Like, I'm not gonna give it up. It's like what we do now. But it's like right before Christmas, it's like, do we have a lasagna tray? And then it's like, we have to make all the noodles. Should we make them before we go to Jersey? Should we make them in Jersey? Should we like make the sauce in Brooklyn and then bring the sauce to Jersey? When are we going to go to Jersey? Who else is using the oven? <laughs> Where are we going to eat it? So it's just like a big ordeal. Too. Well, next year I'll buy, a, I'll buy a, a tray. They're like 20 bucks. So I'll just buy another tray. Well, because we used the, the aluminum one this year. It was no good. It made, so Mike made yeah, pasta bad. from scratch. And oh, then we fancy. used an aluminum tray. And, and it, it didn't it. really cook the noodle. Oh, like, it just yeah. didn't cook. Yeah. Like, when you use, like, a Pyrex dish, you right. can see it, like, bubbling mm -hmm. in the um, in mm -hmm. the oven. And this was just, like, it was, yeah, it was no good. Yeah. yeah. So kind of like my London broil today. But you win some, you lose some. <laughs> I thought the London broil was very good and it was moist. Um, but then. It was so, overcooked. Okay, fine, whatever. It was good. Okay. I ate it. I liked it. Um, so Mike made, was making the Christmas lasagna, and so Alex has, like, a couple jobs around the house that he likes to do. He likes okay. to refill the water jug okay. in the refrigerator. He likes to do the laundry. Oh, nice. And he likes to turn off the oven. oven. <laughs> okay. Well, he'll turn off the timer. The timer. Yeah. So Mike is making the lasagna. Not really, not really a job there until the timer's finished, I could see. Yeah. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. But so Mike's making the lasagna. So, but he's like, you know, back and forth, back and forth because it's like uh, maybe 10 minutes more, maybe five minutes more. So like the first alarm goes off and then Alex is there is walking by and he's like, oh, off. Cause like that's right, okay. his job. It's, it's on, it's off now. Right. So he turns off the timer and I guess that also turned off the oven. Yeah. <laughs> when, <laughs> I just had no idea how long my lasagna had been cooking. <laughs> so he's on the ground. He's like on all four knees, like on all fours. He's got the light on in the oven. He's like looking at the lasagna. He doesn't want to open it and let the heat out. But he's like staring through the window. <laughs> and Mike, and for you, this is just typical. Like, all right, I just got to, you know, inspect this lasagna. Like, yeah, something always like, goes else? wrong yeah. at some point. <laughs> No I mean, deal. yeah. I have a video of him and his brother Steve both on their hands and knees looking oh, in the window. Just looking at the lasagna, yeah. After this I have episode. It somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but that veggie lasagna I made was, it was, in theory, it was good because I used spinach and yeah. mushrooms and something else. I think, not artichokes. Well, I forget no. what it was. It was spinach, mushroom, zucchini. Zucchini. Yeah, it was yeah, zucchini. Yeah, you're right. And I like, I cooked it all, chopped it all up, and nice. used that as a layer. But, but it wasn't, um, I guess it wasn't seasoned quite enough. Mm. It was a little bland. I thought it was. Great. I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, yeah you think everything's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should come over for dinner. I'm excited. I yeah. want to. Yeah. Well, definitely you can. Um, so, yeah. So we're at 31 minutes. So this yeah. is a pretty. We we filled our time. Yeah. Um, Anything else you would like to end with? Since yeah. you're our guest. What do you want to plug here, Mike? I have a podcast too. It's called The Sit Down. Oh. It's about organized yeah. crime. We talk about all things organized crime related. Um, just comedians, out. yeah, it's uh, it's fun to do. Should we and, have like um, a crossover episode, or we don't have enough mics for that? 
there are enough mics for that, but I don't. We're gonna know if we're gonna make this room. Will. We're gonna after yeah, our roommate fun. We could be fun. When our roommate mention the word SLP right, anywhere. Exactly. There. Oh, fine. We'll when our roommate yeah. moves out, we're gonna make that room a podcast uh, studio. Oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Good. So then that's great. Yeah. Can we put desks in the middle, like a desk in the middle, and then a a, a microphone, like two mics? Yeah. So we're facing each other. Yeah. Yeah, I like that idea. Or yeah. like the ta- maybe this table in the middle, and then just a chair. We'll get a table side. in the middle, and then we'll yeah. get mics, and yeah. yeah, and then people can rent rent the space. Oh, that's wow. a great idea. That's when did you get idea that idea? I think it was Andy's idea. Oh, but, but when he moves out. Yeah. So oh. we'll buy all the equipment, and then when people want to do their show, they can pay us monthly or weekly, and we can have we can use that as like an Airbnb. Oh, that's a great idea, Michael. I like that yeah. idea. Yeah. All so right. then, good. Well, we yeah. have the foam from thanks to that. Yes, we got Free the foam. Selfies. Yeah, we can't Thank not you. do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it did make a difference. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that's been SLP's wine and cheese. I'm Deb. I'm Maria. And who are you? Michael Racine. <laughs> and yeah, that's our podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Good night. Ciao. Ciao.